Welcome to episode number 37 of the Peaceful Power Podcast. And today I'm going to sit down with Fatima Kareem and we discuss what EFT is or tapping and how you can use it in your daily life. Sapphire training helps the on the go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. All right, so a little bio on Fatima. She is an EFT practitioner, and she focuses on helping others address emotional blocks, negative energy, and stress so that you can learn to identify those feelings themselves and tap them into a gentle way. She's also an avid coffee drinker and loves to travel to new places. And so the funny thing is, after we were talking after the interview, we actually both live in Minnesota. We literally are like live 20 minutes from each other. So it was kind of a um, funny little thing that we talked about afterwards because I discussed the Vikings and my philosophy about positive thinking and the Minnesota Vikings. So any Vikings fans out there, we discussed that at the end of the interview today. So go ahead and listen to Fatima as I interview breaking down what tapping or EFT training is all about. Hi and welcome. I'm so excited. I have Fatima here with me today and we are going to talk about EFT and what it is also referred to as tapping if anyone is familiar with that. And no, it's not tap dancing. I already had a few people ask me that earlier. So Fatima, can you tell us a little about yourself and um, what got you into EFT? Sure. So um, I'm an EFT practitioner and um, I've always been interested in um, psychology, human services. I Initially, I was studying computer engineering in my college, but I've also did double major because I've always been interested in the human mind. And um, it's interesting because I didn't know anything about EFT until I came across a book in Barnes and Noble, and um, it was about EFT and money management. And I picked up, I read about it, and um, I. I was seeing EFT everywhere, so I started practicing on my own. But I realized that there are some triggers that I was experiencing, so I needed to um, work with a practitioner. So I started working with my current mentor, and then um, that's when I realized that there are some things that I needed to do to properly practice EFT. And um, that's where my passion grew. I started, um, she encouraged me to um, practice on others and um I kind of um, started reaching to broader audience and then um, kind of it took off from there. That is really cool. So for anyone who doesn't know, so what is EFT? How do you describe it to people who aren't familiar with it? EFT is very similar to acupressure um, um, and acupuncture. And it comes from the energy psychology where um, it be, um, the study of energy psychology believes that there are meridian points in our body that kind of um, carries different emotions, different um, triggers. And by um, practicing EFT, by tapping onto those areas, you kind of let go of the stress so in um, acupuncture, those are called the chi, and um, you um, allow yourself to let go of those particular um, stress that's blocking you. And it, as a result, you are able to um, be free from that negative energy and focus on things that are more positive. So it's kind of like um, also um, addressing things that that's in front of you and also um, memories that are kind of blocking you from seeing what's ahead. Perfect. So when you're doing it um, on your body, so just so people kind of get like a reference, I guess, or a visualization. So you're mm -hmm. literally tapping different spots um, on your body, correct? Yes. So there are particular um, 
spots in your body that you'll be tapping. And um, for an, um, stress or anxiety, you might tap on um, specific areas in your body, but um, uh, otherwise you'll tap on um, specific areas, um, top of your head, under your eyes, um, you know, those areas, um, depending on what kind of trigger that you're experiencing. Um, and there are different recipes that are out there that you could do depending on uh, what you're trying to address. Very cool. So when you first got started, was your practitioner, did you study um, more in person or was it more online? So if someone's looking for a practitioner and there's no one in their area, can, is it something that you can do virtually? Um, yes, I do provide that service. Okay. And um, I actually started reading about it and just tapping. Okay. And I realized that there are a lot of anxiety that I was facing. So then I decided to do with somebody who has already been there. And um, I, that's when I decided to just um, just do it um, with others, you know, do it, practice with others to make sure that I'm not um, triggering something that I don't have any control over. What do, you, what do you mean by that? So... Um, what EFT does is when you start tapping, you might trigger a memory that you just realize that it just came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, it just was, wasn't there. You're tapping on a particular issue. It could be a traffic uh, that, you, you know, traffic uh, signal that you had to sit long for and you had this negative mental uh, blockage in your mind. And you're tapping away and then you realize that, it, oh, okay, it's triggering from something you experienced um, uh, maybe in your childhood or maybe when you're younger or maybe it's something that happened a month ago. So those kind of scenarios, it's good to um, kind of know what to do when you have those kind of anxieties that might get um, triggered because uh, you know, it, can, it can start building up and then um, it's good to just uh, tap it away and uh, address it right away. Mm, so it sounds kind of like um, in yoga, like the kundalini practice where <sighs> stuff can come up out of nowhere and kind of yes. knowing what to do with it if it happens. <laughs> uh-huh, very similar. <laughs> so who can benefit from EFT? EFT could be applied to anyone. Um, I've tried, I practiced it with children and they love it. I, I do it with, um, I taught my daughter how to do this. So she loves practicing and, um, you know, whenever she's anxious about an exam, she does it. But I've also done, done it with my son um, and it also could be applied to anyone. I've done it with my elderly grandmother and um, she was having arthritis issues and asthma and she always had um, issues sleeping at night. So when I went to visit her, I was just tapping away on her arms, on her hands and then on... Um, it seemed like the next day she had a good night's sleep. So it, it could be applied to anyone um, who wants to use a self-help technique and kind of um, want to address something that's not very um, invasive and you, you don't want to um, have like a long therapy sessions. You know, it's something that could be addressed immediately. Mm. So that's where I've done tapping a couple times just through some different programs online. Um, and I know they always kind of ask you to, you know, rate your, I guess, whatever you're tapping away, your pain or your fear on a scale of one to 10. And then you keep going through the cycle until you're at a zero or a one or until it's lowered. Is that um, something then that you do as well? Yes, I do. So what I do is I actually ask my clients to um, 
think about a scenario and they don't necessarily have to share it with me and then we come up with a number and then we start tapping on that and um, I follow the simple, simple recipe that I've learned from my mentor and um, using that recipe we are able to get to zero pretty quickly um, and we just go ahead no, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So we just tried um, different methods, and um, the goal is to come come to zero as soon as we can. And that can take, you know, ten minutes, half an hour, or what? What is the yeah, average time? Depending on, um, it could be something deep. So depending on what the uh, situation is, um, it could be something deeper that might need. Um, more sessions but usually the goal is to um even even if it's a small small issue try to come up with a zero or um, something that's manageable we don't want to leave uh, leave someone who has some something triggered and leave them you know hanging that way (laughs) yes it's kind of like a massage when you have to leave and you're like oh but i'm just getting into like this neck area where i was feeling it (laughs) (laughs) it just started to get better (laughs) and then we're done yeah (laughs) So then how can we use it to kind of let go of mental blocks that we might have? Like, how do you use that as a tool? Um, You could use it. So what I've done is I've used EFT, and um, before I started using it, I was just just overwhelmed with um, my 9 to 5. I was working at a very high stress, very high paying corporate job, and then um, I was also writing a book. I was also taking care of my family, so it's like everything was piling on, and I did not want to get up in the morning. Every day felt like Monday to me, and what I realized is uh, when I learned about EFT and when I started practicing um, I realized that a lot of the mental blocks that I was facing, um, I could I could get over it using EFT. So that uh, any time I would say to myself, um, I need to do this, and then I would say, but I can't. And I would tap on the bot and on different things like that. But what have also could be beneficial, what um, is um, using affirmation as well. So EFT and affirmation is kind of, um, they could go hand in hand. So if you use a lot of positive affirmation and, you know, exaggerated positivity, that could help as well. Hmm. Um, what about for stress? How do you use it for stress? Is it similar? Yes, it's very similar. So um, there are a couple of areas that you could tap. You could tap on under your eyelids. That would be a good um, area for stress. So I usually do this when I'm driving. <laughs> but um, you could tap on under your eyelids. Um, and, you know, uh, you don't have to do the whole entire recipe, but those certain trigger points, um, the karate chop area and also under your eyelid, those are some of the good places that you could do for stress as well. And what about, would it ever work? So since I'm kind of into, well, I'm in the fitness world, um, like if people really hate working out or um, aren't really into working out, would tapping like help that? So um, for that, we'd go back to bot. So um, you, if someone, somebody, you know, they're planning on doing, um, planning on doing exercise, but then they're saying, but then the, tap on that butt, tap on mm-hmm. that uh, what's blocking you for, from doing that. Uh, continue doing that, and then you'll realize that it's something deeper than that. It's something more, um, uh, something that's probably some you have ex- experienced or something that you have faced. Um, 
that wasn't very helpful at the beginning. Maybe you tried a couple of times and then um, there was something negative that you have experienced. So tapping on those particular areas would help, but also thinking about a particular scenario would help as well. That is interesting. Yeah, kind of getting back to it's probably not just, um, which I've worked on um, with clients before. It's usually not why don't you like working out? There's usually something deeper tied to that. So I like that that's kind of what you're tapping on then. You're not tapping on the initial, this is what it is. That's you're tapping on the underlying issue, which probably could help with like nutrition. Cause I know that's heavily tied to um, like emotional eating, for instance, I'm sure yes. tapping would be definitely beneficial to people who are battling that. And through tapping, I was really addicted to chocolate mm. and I overcame chocolate, but there is no guarantee it might not work for everybody, mm-hmm. but um, it worked for me. I'm not as craving chocolate as I used to, uh, you know, to a healthy amount. So what tapping could do is, um, you know, chocolate is uh, something that's related to love and um, it could tap into those issues, those emotions that we were craving and then tap it away so that we're making healthy decisions about our lifestyle and our um, diet. And would that be just like a one-time tapping on deal or is this something that you need to do weekly to kind of maintain? Um, For me, it worked just one session, just once I worked with my mentor and it just (laughs) went away. But um, for some other um, scenarios, it could be something deep, maybe sugar addiction or um, coffee addiction. So then it's it more like a weekly more than basis. one session. Okay. So then once you're kind of getting rid of it, because um, I actually never even have explored this in the research or because I've just kind of done it as a one-off thing, but I never even thought about that. Like, so my fear, whatever I might've been tapping on, like, is it just gone or, you know, I need to keep like, just like in fitness, like you got to work out weekly um or daily and um like tapping is it something that you do daily or is it just like a one time a week thing um so tapping could be it's something that you know whenever you're experiencing something negative the goal is tapping is to get getting rid of the negative so if you're not experiencing anything negative then there is no need for you to tap but um you know we face negativity uh negative emotions all the time and it's kind of um if if it's something that you do on a daily basis, then, you know, maybe set aside a time at the end of the day when you're um, addressing it. It's It could be very, very, um, you know, it, it, will, it will be like an enabler. So I tend to do this often, but sometimes I do this whenever I'm, you know, whenever I have free time. And um, I also encourage my clients to do the same way, you know, whenever they have uh, spare moments, just tap on issues. I mean, there are so many things that we have buried within that we could would never be able to get rid of, but it's good to um, do this consistently. Okay. Yeah, that's for something I never even thought of when I was doing it the one few times. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know if I need to continue doing that. So mm-hmm. that is good to know. Kind of like a massage, like when you feel like, okay, I need it. Well, usually when you feel like you need it, it's already too late. You probably should have had it. So it's probably something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so what motivates you then to help women discover what tapping is and what EFT can do for them? Um, so what I've, what I've um, 
it's it's very fulfilling to see others um, giving that aha moment, mm-hmm. working with others, you know, with clients and getting that uh, moment where they're saying, oh, okay, I I know what was bothering me and it wasn't the issue that we talked about earlier. So it's good to, it's good to empower them, but also be able to see um, different things that they're facing that they're able to address it um, in a way that you know it's not they don't have to go through extensive therapy or something that it, they don't need to spend a lot of money on so it's very empowering I feel that um, it's you know I when I was working with my clients and um uh, I could feel their emotions, kind of, it's kind of like I'm projecting their emotions. So whenever they're feeling relieved, it's almost like I, I'm feeling relieved. Oh, yes. Yeah, we call that in yoga, we we have to wear our cloaks um, uh-huh. so we don't pick up people's energies. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, totally. That's why whenever somebody's tapping, I tap along as well. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so then you don't pick up whatever they might be tapping on. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, that's good. Good advice if anyone decides to do this with someone just at random (laughs) probably not recommended though (laughs) so what books do you like to read to kind of help uh, inspire you um I I read you know anything that I could get my hands on (laughs) (laughs) are you like a business book or any self-help books or stuff like that yes I have a huge library and everything is filled with self-help um business books um I love one of the books that I keep referring to and I keep going back is The Magic of Thinking Big and it's been that book has been a life changer for me and I it's like kind of like a reference book for me now every month I have to read it and there are a couple of books like that um you know the one by Tony Robbins about the awakening the giant women I love that book as well so there are a couple that I just go back to and I read them over and over because it's it's like every time you see a new new light Mm. I have not read uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's book yet and I'm gonna have to because everyone keeps talking about it (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be my next book to request from the library is Mm -hmm. to get that and read it um and what was the tony robbins book that you'd said um opening the giant within i think he wrote a long time ago but all the concepts still applies oh i'll have to check out that book too i haven't read that one either yeah i'm a big reader and i love getting um ideas from people because i mean i just think reading you just constantly learning and just lifelong learners (laughs) (laughs) so what kind of got you into starting your own business why did you decide to um kind of do this well, what, when I was working in the corporate world, I was working as a software engineer, and I did not. Um, my passion is to work with others and work directly with others, um, and I did not have the opportunity. I, even though I was working with my coworkers, everyone was doing their own thing, and what I was producing, I, I didn't see the result, um, how the clients were using it, and what was the impact. So I feel that I missed that human connection so that's kind of what led me to kind of build my own business and um, a place where I could be more involved and um, use my creativity and my um, willingness to help others yes I mean I think I feel that from you know so many people who work corporate um, you know not everyone but there is you know a good chunk of people who just are just called to do something else Um, so I definitely commend you for going out there and doing that so I know you have a little 
six-week program. Can you tell us a little about your EFT six-week coaching program? Yes, I do. So what I do is I actually go over the EFT and um, we go into deeper issues and there are a lot of um, lot of extent that it goes to such as affirmation, mindset, and also money and relationship. And we, we tap onto those areas and also um, uh, we address address those issues so that it's um it's empowering to someone and um you know personally i i felt that i needed to work one-on-one with someone because i i was i i was on the right path but i wasn't sure if i was doing everything correctly so it's kind of like a um, mentorship um hand-holding to get get someone on that path to uh, practicing EFT, getting comfortable with it, and also having that positive outlook so that they are able to make that leap that, like I have, um, you know, creating my 95 job and um, focusing on doing what I'm passionate about. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, and I like that you have the you know, one-on-one, especially for this, because you might need, you know, some stuff might come up, so being in a one-on-one setting might be more comfortable for people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so where where's the best place for we or for us to connect with you at? Um, I have a Facebook page. Um, it's called Empower Living and Healing. Um, I'm there, but you could also find me at empowerlivingandhealing um, dot com, or you could always email me at Fatima at empowerlivingandhealing dot com. Perfect. So my last couple questions for you, I always like to ask these. My first one is, since this is the Peaceful Power podcast, I always like to ask everyone, what does peaceful power mean to you? To me, peaceful power is um, getting getting rid of that mental blockage so that you could you could see the positivity around. Um, so there are a lot of things that are positive happening, but, you know, um, it's like, it seems like negativity gets more highlights than the positivity that's happening around us. So once you learn to block those negativity and address them in a way they're not affecting you, you'll see that um, there are a lot, of, a lot of positivity in the world that you could, you could embrace and you could also, um, you know, show others, teach others how to do this. So that's what positive power means to me and, um, you know, that peaceful power of just um, being being um, in tune with yourself so that you're able to um, help others and um, help others get to reach their potential as well. Perfect. And then my last question, I always like to give a weekly challenge to the listeners. And then when I have guests on, I like to have um, you guys kind of throw out a challenge. And it can be anything from um, maybe watching a video about tapping, but usually something that we discussed today that you'd like to give everyone a challenge. Sure. The challenge would be, uh, I talked about affirmation. So my challenge would be to practice positive affirmation. Um, you know, look your, look into yourself in the mirror and repeat to yourself that I am blessed, I am happy, and I am successful. The things that you want to become, uh, repeat to yourself. And you'll see that once you start saying those things to yourself, you'll start believing. And, um, you know, our mind gets rewired. You know, there are new neurons that get generated every single second. So once you start putting yourself um, in a positive manner and using those affirmations, you'll see that a lot of things are happening to you that didn't happen before. Oh, I love that. Yes, positive oh, affirmations, love. On a side note with that, I was just talking about with a client 
um, about positive affirmations um, kind of in the, I don't know if you're a football fan, but since the NFL season um, is underway, we have, I live in Minnesota and everyone's here kind of think this, the Minnesota Vikings are jinxed and they can't win a game or not win a game, but win, go on to the, win a championship. And um, we were talking about this. I'm like, wow, I wonder if it's kind of like the secret, if you've seen that movie or the read the book. Yes. And I'm like, we all in Minnesota, a lot of people are kind of pessimistic about the team and about what goes on. I'm like, I wonder if all those negative thoughts really do affect what's going on <laughs> on the field. And like somehow they find a way to lose like right before they go to the Super Bowl or during the Super Bowl. And I'm like, huh. So that's very interesting to me because I'm like, I wonder all those, I mean, all of those negativity or pessimistic thoughts, they have to lead up to something. So (laughs) that was what I was just kind of pondering when she had said that. And we kind of talked about that. I'm like, huh, there might be something to this. (laughs) So I want to thank you so much for um, being on today and taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Thank Thank you you so much for having me. Yes, it was a pleasure. And go out there and spread your peaceful power. (laughs) If you're looking to spread more peaceful power in your life, head on over to sapphiretraining.com, spelled S-A, the word fire, training.com for more information about how to spread your peaceful power, as well as if you want a free resource guide on to working out for your body types, that is at the top of our homepage. So go on out there and spread your peaceful power.